So what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. Well, hello, my dear. How are you today? It's Coriel Kramer. I see that face. I know that person. That's her right over there. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know what I really like about it? Well, first of all, this is a weekly series that we're doing, and we'll be doing this every week at noon on Tuesdays. And uh, from noon till uh, until we decide we're done, uh, which can be, <laughs> I don't know, it could be any time. And uh, so every Tuesdays at noon, and you can see us on Facebook and YouTube for Coriel Kramer, and also my Facebook and my YouTube on uh, My Independence Report. So this is the latest in technology that we are learning and doing and doing stuff. So that's that's really cool. Um, so Coriel, what I really like about what we're doing and what we're talking about is that you during the week get a download from somewhere and you make a decision as to what we're going to talk about and uh and how you want to do it so uh you you got you you had a an, an epiphany so what's your epiphany for this week um my epiphany for this week that came through was talking about ego versus humility aha mm -hmm. i think that um i think that ego and what I'm going to say is probably going to surprise a lot of people or the people that know me, probably not so much. Um, but um, I think ego has become, in my opinion, the boogeyman. You know, watch out. Ego's going to get you. You know, be good. Ego's going to get you. And it's like, um, I think that what really needs to be said is we need to look at humility and what that means and what ego means. Okay. I think, and I'm going to say this a lot over this, the show, I think it's not so much that something is good or bad. It's what you do with it. That makes it either good or not so good. Okay. I think when I think, and I was thinking about this while I was getting ready for the show, I was thinking about this and it's very interesting. I realized that as I was thinking about humility, humility is not an emotion. It's not a part of you. Humility is a learned behavior. That's what I believe anyway. I believe humility, we're taught be good, be nice. Don't be, you know, don't be, you know, too loud. Don't be too much. You know, don't, don't, don't think too highly of yourself. That's ego. Oh, no, you can't do that. Don't oh, be God, conceited. No. Oh, God, no. You can't think highly of yourself. What are you, crazy? So then what that does is that, in my opinion, feeds um, self-hatred, and it feeds self-doubt, and it feeds, um, well, it feeds your therapist because it's going to keep you in therapy <laughs> for a while, okay? You know, my mom told me not to be too good. My mom told me, or not to be too bad. My mom told me to be a nice girl or a nice boy or a good girl or a good boy or, or uh, not to be too much. D tone yourself down a little bit. Tone yourself down. And then we spend the rest of our lives, we get into therapy and we, you know, we spend the rest of our lives trying to tone ourselves back up. Or, or like uh, my uh, uh, mother used to do when we were kids, mm -hmm. which was if we did something well, she would point out what we didn't do as well in that so that we wouldn't, quote unquote, get a big head. Get a big head, please. <laughs> but you, you have to be. <laughs> so and, and, and that that statement in itself can take years to unwind. That's right. And humility is a learned behavior. We're taught it, okay? Ego is a part of who we are. It's our presence. It's the great I am. You know, it's, it's your self-importance. It's your self-worth. It's tied to your self-importance and self-worth. And we're so busy, 
being told that we got to tone it down. We got to shut it down. We've got to push it down. And the only thing that does is it makes us crazy, you know, because then we're, 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 you know, alcoholism, drug abuse, self-mutilation, shame, humility is learned just like shame and guilt is learned. Okay. We don't come into this world having shame and guilt. Okay. Little kids are running around naked. They don't give a shit. Okay. But we don't care. I mean, I ran around naked for the first, like, (laughs) like nine years of my life, you know, because I, my mom was cool with it and she was fine with it and it was okay with it. It wasn't until, you know, that I got shamed by it by uh, somebody else that was with my mom at the time that, you know, I said, what am I doing wrong? But it's a learned behavior. And just like it learning, just like it takes a while to learn it, it takes a while to unlearn it. So, you know, start now. The kids, look at kids, okay? Kids are like freaking amazing. Kids are like, kids are like, um, you know, I'm great. I'm awesome. I'm Superman. I'm Supergirl. I'm I'm fantastic. Ta-da! Yeah. How how about us walking into a room and saying, ta-da? I'm here, everybody. I'm here. <laughs> Just like everybody else. You know, I'm here now. We're all together now. Let's party and have some fun. You know? But I I just I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of the things that I really started thinking very deeply about because I realized, especially when I was really in the metaphysical world, when I was just doing psychic readings and animal communication, I, it's a big thing there, you know, just like, because it's also dealing with spirituality and wherever you've got spirituality, you know, you got people telling you, you got to tone yourself down, you know, not be, not be too much, you know, stay humble now. So on the other end of the spectrum, you got humble and you got humility, okay? I truly believe that, you know, I, I, I truly believe that if we would just own how amazing, unique, out of this world, cool we are and what we do, that there is absolutely nobody else on the planet like you. Nobody else on the planet, even if you were a twin, okay? Even if you're a biological twin, they've got different personalities, okay? Mm-hmm. So there is, you are like a snowflake, to be want of a better way of saying corniness, okay? You are a snowflake. There is no other Kevin McDonald in the world. Thank God. Why don't we own that? We, well, we, we should. I, let, me give, let me give you a, 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 just a real quick example from my past. Uh, I went to work for a uh, Mexican restaurant. I mean, look at me. I, I, I look like I should work in a Mexican restaurant. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I went to work there, and, and the, the other um, assistant manager saddled up to me on my first day. And he said, well, do you like being an assistant manager? I said, well, it's fine, yeah. He said, do you ever want to get your own store? I said, well, that's the goal, isn't it? And he, he said, well, you know, there are five restaurants in our little group here. And there are 14 guys ahead of you. So you can plan on being an assistant manager for the rest of your life, basically, is what he said. Now, because because my ego was a little bit more evolved at that, I was like, I don't think so. And, and as it turned out, I was the next guy to get promoted. Mm-hmm. I jumped over those guys because I didn't buy into the bullshit. Excuse the expression. I didn't buy into it because it wasn't true. I didn't accept it as true. And that that's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? It is. And actually, you brought up a really, really good point. I think that I believe in what's called the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically is in a nutshell, a very small nutshell for a very big subject. Your thoughts create your life. So if you believe it, you can achieve it. All right. So if, but if you are spending so much time trying to keep yourself humble and keep yourself small and keep yourself, you know, um, not seeing your amazingness, then the things that you want to achieve for your amazingness become almost unobtainable. 
because you're not vibrating it. You've got to be vibrating at the same level at it or it's not going to be manifesting for you. You got to allow it in. But if you're constantly saying, oh, I got to stay humble, I got to stay humble. And it's like, you know something? It's like, I, I don't want to be arrogant. You know something? It's like, it's again, it's like, it's what you do with it. Now, arrogance or ego can turn into hubris. And that's when you think you're the best, you're the only. Everybody else's opinion is crap, okay? I don't, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying own yourself and own what you bring to this world and own your uniqueness and your awesomeness, okay? And see, really see and say, what I am is amazing. I am amazing. And believe that because it is true. You are a gift from the universe, but if you keep saying, oh, it's not me, it's God, it's not me, I, I'm just a channeler, I'm not really doing anything. Nobody can do it like you can. Own that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm tired of people telling me, well, you got to keep your ego in check. It's like, no, my ego is out there. I am not hubris, though. I own what I am. When I didn't own who I was and what I brought to this world, you know what that got me? No. Bulimia, anorexia, alcoholism, and drug abuse. That's what it got me. Well, you know, the, the thing about you is you could not I you could not do what you do if if you were overly humble. I, I'll give you an example. I know uh -uh. I know uh -uh. some people that are that are psychics and, and show and this one particular gal will say, Well, you know, I really think this about a particular subject, and it's just say, but that's just me. And it could be, it's like if you add in uh, those 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 lines of of um, it might not be true, and then you're not being true to who you are because you 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 open you, you when you when you commit to saying something to somebody, it's and they're asking your opinion and you're saying, well, let me read into it and see what I think, and then you say, yeah, but I could be wrong. Then then you just destroy the entire concept and you're also defeating yourself at the same time right yeah you got to have some kind of confidence in yourself i mean we all have seen and we probably all have experienced being the person that has zero confidence oh yeah and when i was drinking and drugging and i'm very open about this when i was drinking and drugging years and years ago okay i used to say this when i first got into the the program of aa I used to say low self-esteem was something I aspired to. I had no esteem. I thought I was a piece of crap on somebody's, the bottom of somebody's kids, you know, that was, those used to be what we used to call the all-stars. Um, <laughs> you know, that somebody threw away in the garbage. Exactly. And, and I got a point to make here, but I want to make another point, And that is this, uh, if you're listening, you can click on the uh, comment section and whether you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube and you can comment to what we're talking about and you can get involved in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and we will read the things, the things that you say on the air. And if you have a question, we'll be happy to answer it. Uh, but it's, but it's like, if you, when, see, you're right. You did not grow up believing that you were worthless. Somebody told you that, and it's a story that you ended up believing because you respected the person that told you that. It was either an authority figure, or it was uh, a, a close friend, or somebody you aspired to want to have as a close friend, mm -hmm. and they said, they said some crap about you or to you that you're not good at, at this, or you can't do that. Yeah. And so that's that that's kind of the story that you were told, not who you are. Exactly. So isn't, isn't getting ego about discovering, rediscovering who you really are. It is. And it's a part of you for a reason. So if, if you go back to the old adage that God or the universe doesn't make junk, there is no mistakes. Okay. Within you, you are a, a, a you're here and you got stuff for a reason. You got uh, anger and rage. You got sadness. You got fear, okay, for a reason. Um, you've got 
you've got uh, the ego, you got the id, and that's a part of you. It's it's you got the lizard brain that comes up when you're you're in fight or flight. All these things can be judged as being bad, but they're also things that, when used properly, can can actually enhance your life. You know, you can't turn off rage. It's it's in it's a part of you. Yes, it's an emotion, but anger is a part of you. You get angry, but you then it's what you do with it. And it's also, why are you getting angry? Maybe examine that part of yourself and then see if it's something that's true or something that's coming from a mindset as opposed to a truth. So the the ego, I believe, is a is a God-given part of you. And it's something that we 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 are so listening to other people's BS about how we need to get rid of it. We need to be careful of it. We need to, you know, make sure it doesn't blow out of proportion to a certain extent. Yeah, but the ego is also there. And if you treat it nicely, if you pet it nice, if you water it, feed it, give it a little bit of a, a prompt. Yeah, you know, yeah, I do love myself and I do think I'm amazing. And that feeds the ego a little bit, but that's okay. Because you're growing a, a garden. You're not, you know... It's 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 about a garden. It's not about just you know a plot of of two by two and just you know hoping that growth. You want to grow a garden of ego in a beautiful way that has beautiful different kinds of flowers in it. And I'm going down a floral tangent here, but you know you you want to nurture it. You want to give it something that's nice because it's a part of you for a reason. It's yeah. not a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes. The universe doesn't do mistakes. Everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. So then that means that I have this ego and it's part of me. And I need to love it and appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, when you are in your day-to-day -day existence and day-to-day -day life, how do you make sure that you keep your ego in check or do you need to keep your ego in check? I think it's important. I think it if you feel into it, okay, when when it's how do I say it? It, it, it when you when it feels right, not because you're doing it because you really don't believe in yourself, but you choose words that really that really resonate with you. Build up to it a little bit, you know. Um, Build up to it. And, and, and you know, you can't go from thinking you're a pile of crap to saying I'm the most awesome person in the world because then you start acting out when you get angry when people don't see that. You, you see the difference? Yeah. You start getting, if you start caring about what other people think, then the ego becomes almost on the bordering of hubris because you're doing it because you want other people to think you're awesome. Not because you truly believe you're awesome. I own who I am. I own what I do. Now, that might make some people uncomfortable, and that's okay. Just don't friend me on Facebook. Don't find me on Facebook, and definitely don't contact me through my website because I'm not the person for you. But I own it. I own who I am. I own my uniqueness. I own it. I love it. I appreciate it. And some days are it's more, you know, it's more uh, cranked up than others. And other days it's a little bit more toned down, but that's okay. I, I still own it because I see that what I am bringing to this world, the animal blueprints, um, the blueprints for people, the, the helping people turn into their sexuality through their intuition, helping people get closer to their animals, downloading massive amounts of information about different chakra touches that immediately help your animal to feel better and to heal emotional problems that have been going on for months, years, whatever. You know, this is amazing stuff. And I own it because I know that I can't bring it. Nobody else can bring it to the world like I can. It doesn't make me better than anybody else. It makes me different. It makes me unique. And because of that, it makes me awesome. Well, I'm, in my humble opinion, you are awesome anyway. But uh, when, when you are, when you're gifted with a purpose and you understand that purpose, mm -hmm. if you don't have a measure of ego, 
you will never achieve the greatness that the universe has in mind for you. Yep. Because you can be way too humble and say, uh, I'm not, I'm, I would love to do this, but I'm just not good about it, or I'm not, I'm not good at it, or I'm scared of it, and, and I, can't, I can't do it, or I'm just not, if you, if you don't feel confident in yourself enough, um, all great athletes do exactly what you're talking about. Um, they 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 um, have a vision, and by the way, Kimberly says hello, and she yes. says a lily versus a Venus flytrap. Fly I love that um, because because you've got to be if you are um, going to be um, confident in yourself and to do things that are out of the box um, that only you can do. I, I, and <clears throat> I hate to use myself as an example, but. But there are some things that other people just don't do as well as I do, there especially, you go. especially on the radio. With for some reason, I have this voice that people like and uh, is soothing and, and all that kind of crap. But also, if I didn't have a bit of an ego to get out here and do this, you know, I don't weigh 150 pounds. I'm not built like Superman uh, and stuff like that. I'm a, just a normal guy and and stuff. But but I love what I do. If I didn't have a little bit of ego about it, I couldn't do it. And just like you, when somebody calls you and says, are you any good? What do you want to say? (laughs) Yeah. You better believe it. You want the best, you'll get the best. Okay? You get stuff that nobody else is doing in this world the way I am doing. Nobody else is working with animal blueprints. Nobody even knows about them. How and I have and even if they do, if even if they take a little bit of it from the the blueprints for people and trying to, they're doing it the way they can do it. They're not doing it the way I'm doing it, because I'm getting massive, you know, downloads on how to, um, uh, you know, connect to your animal and how to bring your relationship closer to them, how to heal them. You know, I am bringing stuff that nobody else is bringing to the table. So what do I do with that? Do I just say, oh, shucks, it's not that important. Hell yeah, it's important. Hell yes, it's important. This is, I'm not, this is a gift. What we do, everybody, is a gift from the universe. So what are you going to do? Try to return the gift? It's not important. It's not really that important. It's not really just me. It's not that much. Uh, it's just a little something, something. Look, I I might get an email from somebody about this or a, a Facebook post or something, but I will guarantee you that somewhere in the body of the Dalai Lama, there is ego because he's confident. You can't be confident and not have it. it that's part of your ego. That's part of the garden of the ego is confidence confidence and i don't want i i don't want to go to somebody who's like i don't know if i could do this i'm not really sure if i could help you and your animal but you know pay me money and here we go you know let's cross our fingers i don't want somebody like that i want somebody in my life who i don't go to practitioners who are like i don't know let's see what happens I'm going to be humble. It's not really me. I'm just a channel. I'm really nobody important. Oh, please. No, you're not for me. I want somebody who owns what they do. Because when they own what they do, they believe in what they do. They have confidence in what they do. And you are going to get the results that you want. And even more so than you're expecting. You know, so. Oh, no. I I couldn't couldn't agree with you more, my dear, because it's. You know, whatever you choose to do. Oh, I, I know what I was going to ask you. I lost it for a moment, and then I got it back. It's pretty amazing. Um, a lot of us, I, I would say most of us, mm-hmm. the things that we just innately, honestly, and easily do well, we tend to downplay Yep. How what that means to society and what that means to other people. Because it's like, oh, geez, everybody can do this. It's not a big deal. I should be, you know, and stuff. Okay. That's bullshit. You can't, you can't, you, you have to own, as you say, you have to own your shit. And that's one of them is if you are innately good at something, God gave you that gift mm-hmm. to use for the betterment of mankind, in my opinion. 
-hmm. Absolutely. And like I was saying before, I'm sure there's somewhere in the body of the Dalai Lama that there's confidence. And when you lead to the confidence, to the end of the confidence, you got to get to the garden of the ego because that's where it grows. Okay. And then the same thing with Jesus Christ. You think Jesus Christ was like, well, I don't know. I'll try with the fishes and loaves, man. I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot, but I'm not really sure. Let's hope and pray to my father. He was like, no, I'm standing on this rock and I am going to feed all of you people. And here we go, because I have belief in myself. And and when he taught, <laughs> he, it wasn't like, well, you know, it's, if, if you think this will work out for you, then this is what I'll tell you. He was like, no, kids, this is the way it is. Mm -hmm. You have to have confidence. You have to have ego enough to be able to say, when you know that you're right, and I'm not saying that you're going to make stuff up, but when you know and you're grounded and, you're, and you've got a good foundation and you know it's the truth and mm -hmm. you're scared to speak it, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, and that's where you get the, that's where we're, we're you know, we're just so, we're, we're not, on, I don't even know how to say it. It gets me so, I get, I want to help people as much as I possibly can, but I can't help you unless you want to help yourself. I really can't. Okay. I'm not a miracle worker. Okay. I can't go against free will. Nobody can, but you know, but there's something so cool when somebody really owns who they are, they have that, the confidence is, there's a, there's a saying I, I, that I made up and I love it. It's true. Confidence is sexy as fuck. It's sexy. <laughs> Let me it's write that down. Again, again, it's not hubris. Hubris is not sexy. Hubris is pathetic. Okay. It's somebody who's got such an inflated ego that they think that they, they got, they got them screwed. And I'm not saying anybody in general, please do not think this is political. It's not political. I am not a political person. Nope. She's not. not. But I'm just saying, we all know the person. Usually it's the bully. Okay. Who's, who doesn't have any confidence themselves really and truly, and has got to kick the shit out of every other kid on the schoolyard because he doesn't feel, or she doesn't feel like she's being appreciated and, and nobody sees um, their, their, their confidence. So in order to that, for them to build up, a bully is just somebody who in order has no confidence. And in order for them to build up the confidence, they take it out under the people, which makes them feel better and feel more confident because they have control over that person. That's all a bully is, all right, basically, all right? So it stems from a place of inflated ego. It stems from a place of I am important. I am me. I am somebody who is, you know, um, uh, it, it's my way or the highway. I am the most important person in the room. And I'm not saying that. My my way of thinking is my religion is the way that it is. And that's all that there is. You know, it's it's my way or the highway. And I'm not saying that. I am saying, and I will never say that, you know, because I think that's being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it is. It, it's like, wait a minute. There's thousands of religions. And you're trying to tell me yours is the best? Why don't you do this? Why don't you try what I do? Okay, why don't you take a little bit of this and a little bit, oh, here goes another show. Why don't you take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and dash of this and maybe a slap of that and make your own spirituality. <laughs> about, you know? 15, about 15, 20 years ago, when I started spouting some of this stuff to my um, um, secular religious friends that were... Oh, that are very much into dogma and what what goes on with you know and and I and they looked at me and said, "What the hell are you doing? You trying to create your own religion?" Yeah. And I, I said, "I'm just doing what feels right for me. Doesn't have to be right for you. Doesn't matter. But it, for me, this is what I this is what feels right and what I believe. And in my communication with God, this is what I've been told." So, and it can be different for you. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Right. I wanted to ask you another question, though, which was, um, you talked about bullies. Um, I think it's fair to say that either you've been a bully or you've been bullied. And most of us have been both at one time or another. 
how and and sometimes when you when you've been bullied you tend to take it on as the truth how do you encourage people to get past what the stories that of the past have been told to you and to and to get to where you can really grow and and be who you really are and get past the bullying and past all the bad things that have been said to you I think for me personally, one of the transformative things that happened to me was um, just understanding that it's all just, it's all just experiences. Taking the big fat hairy deal out of it all, you know? Yeah. Okay. Was I abused when I was a kid? Yep. Do I have it define me? Nope. Doesn't make me the the person I am today. Part of it, and that's okay. You know, it's okay. You know, and I love that. And if I took that part out of me now, this is where it took me a lot of years to get to this point of view. Okay, I did a lot of soul searching. I did a lot of personal work on myself. I did a lot of. Um, I did a lot of of gaining my spirituality, knocking down the foundations of what I thought was important and what I thought was bedrock and seeing that it was all just made out of cardboard and duct tape because it was somebody else's foundation. So I had to really start from the bottom up and work my way up. But And when I did, when I got to the pinnacle was, was when I really realized, and this was what kicked my butt, if I, it's kind of like a Jenga, okay? So think of the Jenga with all the, the pieces of wood. If you take a piece out and you take the wrong piece out, the whole thing tumbles down. You take a piece out. So if I took out that abuse, if I took that out, it would change who I am. And here's where it kicked my ass in my mind. I like who I am. So then that means I need to be grateful for what happened to me. That's hard to do. Yeah, it took me a long time. This did not happen overnight. Now, here's the difference. There's a difference between forgiveness and there's a difference between um, forgiveness and uh, accept and, and what was the word I wanted to say? Oh, my God, I lost the word. Forgiveness and making excuses for that person. So the forgiveness is about truly letting it go, understanding that it happened, not saying that it didn't happen, not saying that it wasn't wrong or right, okay? It happened, all right? Now, what am I gonna do about it? Am I gonna stick with this? Am I gonna sit on this? Am I going to keep on swirling that pot of abuse and alcoholism and drug abuse and bulimia and anorexia? Am I going to keep on saying, oh yeah, I'm a sick person. I'm only getting, I'm, I'm only, you know, I'm, I'm constantly trying to get better. No, no, I'm better. I've healed that. Okay. I'm not staying in that. Okay. So it's, um, I think the first thing that you have to really do is you have to understand that all these pieces all these pieces, good, bad, and the interesting, all of them came into your life and made you who you are today. And then you got to get to the, the next plateau of self-love and understanding that I really love myself. And if I take that piece out, I change everything and I don't want to take that piece out. So it means I have to appreciate that piece for being a part of me not excusing the behavior that caused that peace in the first place. I, I couldn't, couldn't agree more. And that, I believe, is one of the major challenges that we have in life. And that is to overcome and to let those things go and become your best self and not get stuck. I know lots and lots of people uh, my mother-in-law was one, and by the way, M. M. Kathy says Coriel is terrific and has helped me and my family for years, and that's just a validation of who you are, young lady. 
and uh, but but it's like my mother-in-law spent her whole life because she was adopted and and uh, it affected her her entire life because she never was willing to get over it because she kept saying my birth mother didn't love me her birth mother was 16 years old in 1930 and she got pregnant what do you do if you're if you're 16 in 1930 and it, 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 so she can't even even rationalize why she was feeling that way but we a lot of us do that and we can't get over we think about the story of what happened to us and we can't get rid of the story so that we can move forward and that ends up um um validating what we what we believe about ourselves which isn't true to, to begin with drives me crazy mm -hmm. yep uh i just want to say kathy love you love to you and the pups and to hope um kathy was actually her dog was the first animal i ever did shadow work on oh really yeah so we should do a, a show on shadow work because that's very interesting i'm going to put that on the list shadow <laughs> well, our we... list is growing man it's growing every single time we talk there's another thing that comes up and we're like oh my god we gotta make a show so well, there's so much that and you've been and and you're right um it is like jenga because you have built a strong foundation based upon all of the experiences both good and bad that you've endured and have been subjected to your entire life they don't define you you define them and and so you are able to under and you're able to be empathetic you're able to understand people and understand where they're coming from and but you can also help people in a unique and valuable way yeah. and i'm i'm not just kissing up because i'm kissing up I, I truly believe that, and I think M. Kathy would uh, agree with that, and Kimberly probably also. I think that you know, it's it's. I will absolutely. Am I empathetic with people? Absolutely. Am I empathetic? But I'm not. There used to be a saying in AA, and at first, when I first heard it, I thought it was really like, kind of like mean. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have taken it and it's true, you know, and I say it with love. I got no tissues for your issues. I don't, you know, I will sit with you absolutely and hold your hand and help you and uplift you. That's what being an uplifter is all about. I consider myself an uplifter. I uplift you. That's what one of the things I do in, in my work. Okay. I will uplift you, but I'm not holding you up. You gotta, you gotta get up. You gotta get up. And if, and I am, I understand sometimes we gotta fall. Look, I didn't get into AA until I hit rock bottom and I'm not in AA anymore, which again, Hey, that might be a show, but, um, <laughs> uh, 12 steps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that um, will be a show. The thing of it is, is that I'm not in AA and, uh, AA anymore, but I would never change that for anything. I would never change my time. My time in AA gave me the foundation, but it's the truth. It's, it's like, I've got no, I will hold your hand. I will help you as much as I possibly can, but you got to reach out for my hand. You got to reach out for it and grab it because I'm not pulling you out of the quicksand. You got You got, I can't, not unless you help me because you're dead weight. That means if you can't help yourself, you know, you're, there are some people that need to go down the path. Like I was saying before with AA, I hit rock bottom, my own rock bottom. It wasn't, you know, mine have been somebody's rock bottom wasn't as low as, as high as mine, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It was my rock bottom. So I hit rock bottom, but you know, and sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to just, you know, hit it before you can bounce back up. But I am not going to I am not going to do the work for you. I've done my own work. I've done my work. I, I don't, I'm still doing my work. Okay. I don't have to, I'm not going to do your work too. And I'm not going to sit with you in your crap. Well, I, when I, when I said empathetic and then you said, well, I'm empathetic, but my, my, what I came to my mind was you're empathetic. Yes, but you're not going to put up with anybody. You, you're, you're not going to put up with their crap. If they're not, and what I lo really love about you is when you do your intake uh, um, interviews, mm -hmm. 
And part of the intake interview is, all right, I'll work with you and we can put this together for your animal or for yourself, the erotic blueprints or the uh, animal blueprints, but there's homework. There's things that I expect you to do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do them, don't do you're them. violating the agreement that we're working together to fix this. That's right. And so you hold people accountable. Yeah. And even in the intake form, the one question on my intake form for both people and for animals, whether I'm working with them with their their intuition and their sexuality or I'm working with their animals and, and them, one of the questions is, I need to know, are you ready to dedicate your time, okay, your your and your money? Because this is not going to be cheap. I'm not going to be cheap. I'm not cheap, okay? I'm not. Okay, it's just you want to put in the work, but that's because you get a lot of bang for your buck. Okay, I am very good at what I do. But if you don't answer that question on the intake form, I don't care how you answer it. Yes or no. Yes or no. Either way, there's no judgment. But if you don't answer that question, that tells me right off the bat, no. That tells me. And then I'm just like, no, I'm not going to be working. If you can't answer that question now, you're not going to be answering that question later on. And the one thing that I want to talk about is what you talked about was the story, changing the story. Yes, it's your story. You can always, you can always change it. And Rick's on. Hi, Rick. So um, it's the story. And it, it, it's, it doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that it's not, there's not awful things in there. There doesn't mean that there's not hard, challenging things in there. But it's a story, you know, it's like, you know what I learned that from? I learned that things don't define you. I learned that from the animals. Mm. You know, I really, really did. There's an episode I did on abuse and animals do not hold their abuse to them. We do. We do. We introduce our animals like this. Well, this is Bobo. Bobo was abused. Bobo was kicked and he was beaten and he was locked in a, in a broom closet for the first 15 years of his life, you know, fed under the door, you know, it's like, why, why your dog, your animal is like, why do you keep telling this story over and over and over again? Every single person you tell it to, because every single person you tell it to, you're, you're, you're sending me these images. Do you do that to your kid? This is my kid. This is Ashley. Ashley was abused. No, of course not. You want Ashley to move on. You want your animal to move on, but you think that it makes them, you know, like more, you know, pathetic or more sympathetic. And it doesn't. It just, it holds them in the space where they're just like, if they could roll their eyes, they'd be like, I love my mom. I love my dad. I swear to God I do. But if they tell that story one more time, I swear to God I'm peeing in the corner. (laughs) you know it's changing the story i lived in germany and i was married to a german man for a long time and i lived in germany for a space of time but before that we were going back and forth i love the german people i really do they're really really beautiful people and what i loved about germany i'm going off a little bit unchanged but i promise i'm coming back what I love about the German people is I saw things I thought saw all different kinds of races getting along, you know, multiracial kids running in the streets and and black men sitting in the table at a cafe with a with a you know seventy year old white woman, you know, and everybody reading their paper and just getting along. The thing that got me all the time with the Germans, or not all the time, I shouldn't say that with every single German, it's not true. But with the older Germans, many of them, not all of them, but many of them carry this burden of World War II. Now, I'm not saying everybody wasn't an asshat, okay? Um, There were asshats. Were there asshats? Yes, of course, there were asshats, okay? But my mother-in-law was like, six years old and she was carrying this like this 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 shadow of 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 and it would keep her in this i can't be too big i can't be too much 
I can't be too, too anything. I've got to always mea copa, mea copa, mea copa. It's like, that's not going to, you got to move on, man. You were six years old, six years old. I'm pretty sure you weren't in the Hitler youth. Okay. I'm pretty sure they weren't taking them that young. I might be wrong. I don't know. Okay. But I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's about, it's about owning who you are and standing tall for who you are and not making a mistake. Oh, I'm German. German. What's your background? German. It's like, just own that. You know, you people, you know, you brought like all different kinds of stuff to the world. Okay. Not just beer, not just Hitler. You know, you brought other stuff to the world. Own that. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's telling a different story. It's letting go of the past, not to forget it, but why it doesn't serve you to sit in it. It's my opinion. No, it it, it really doesn't. And oftentimes the story that, have you ever had a conversation with somebody that you love that's been, you've known them for like ever, and it could be a relative, it could be a sister or brother and a mom or a dad. And you were and you say, Do you remember the time that? And they go, No, I have no idea what you're talking about. And you've carried this moment with you for 10, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. and they don't even remember the moment. And for you, it was defining. Uh, have you ever had that? <laughs> I I've had that word, but, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's like that shaped how I felt about myself for 10 years. Yeah. And then we friggin' remember it. Yep. I would do that. I would have, um, I would have conversations with my mother uh, a lot of the times. And my mom had, God love her. She was a beautiful woman. She really was. But she also had, um, she would remember stuff when it was convenient for her. <laughs> uh-huh. And it, it made me, it's hard. It's very difficult, especially when you're a kid, because you want confirmation and you go, who do you go to get confirmation from the person you trust the most is your parents or it should be anyway, you know, if they're not jack offs, but, um, and, and I learned very early on and it ate away at my confidence. It really did because oh, sure. uh, my mom, I would remember something like you remember when your ex-boyfriend did this. No, I don't remember that. And you were sitting right there and you do, 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 do. And this happened and that happened. You know something? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How? Okay. So what do I do with that? My mom's not confirming. I'm remembering this stuff because honestly, for me, the first, I and it was true. It was the first 10 to 14 years of my life was a blank, a total blank. I didn't remember anything, nothing. My mom, I, I, I would look at pictures. I'd be like, I don't remember that. It was a total blank. So what do I do? Do I, do I, you know, and then I started to remember stuff and, you know, I wasn't getting the confirmation I needed. I needed to confirm it for myself. I know this happened. It feels right to me. So I'm going to believe it. You know, sometimes you're the only person you got. Sometimes you're the only person you got. You got to depend on yourself. And if you depend on yourself and then you're dealing with the low self-esteem and not owning who you are and how amazing you are, then you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just, you're miserable. You're miserable. I was, I was. So it's all this stuff I'm saying, all this stuff I'm saying is what I learned. I didn't come out of my mom's hoo-ha knowing all this stuff you know i had to learn this i had to be retrained with this i had to i had to go through some painful stuff but none of this stuff i'm saying i don't know anything about or i don't i I haven't been there like other people have that's why i can understand what you're going through i got it but i'm just i will be here for you when you're ready but if you're not ready i'm not taking it on You know, it's interesting because uh, uh, one of one of the uh, things that I laugh at myself about now, 
But when I was like uh, 12 years old, my mom on a Saturday morning would always say, I want you to clean your room. And so this particular Saturday morning, um, I, you know how sometimes you get into cleaning for no other reason than you just get into it and you want to do a really good job? Well, she yeah. went shopping, and I, got, uh, I cleaned my room, got the vacuum out, vacuumed everything, put the vacuum away, shut the door, went back to my room. She comes home and uh, puts down her groceries, and I said, can I go out and play now? And she said, no. And I said, why? And she said, because you haven't cleaned your room. And I said, yes, I did. She said, no, you didn't. The vacuum's not out. Ah. Uh. Guess what never gets put away in my house? The vacuum. <laughs> because it is one of the, you know, and I laugh about it now, but it's one of those things that, that if you're not careful, the things that you tend to, the stories that you tend to believe, you can carry them with you and they become part of you and until you make that decision to change it. And I believe, and then I'll get off my horse, but I believe that God's intention is not for you to settle. Mm -mm. God's intention is for you to fly. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think I got the wings? <laughs> Hello. And again, you know, this is this is confidence right here. I mean, this oh, yeah. is in my first dad too, and my ink. You know, I'm not, I didn't go for the little bumbly bee, you know? <laughs> no, no, let's do 18 hours worth of just lining it up. Yes. Yeah, but again, that's just who I am. When I started to own my bigness, and this was really and truly, it was even before the blueprints for people. Um, I really, really started, I, I've been owning what I do and seeing what I do um, and, and really loving what I do. Because I think when you own what you do, you love it. You, you truly, I love what I do. I, I loved what I did before, okay? But it felt like I was hitting a glass ceiling and now I've expanded upwards. Now I'm able to expand upwards with the work I'm doing with people and with animals. It's, it's given me the, the rocket ship that I can go into the stratosphere with. But I love, and I love it, I love it. I think when you really and truly are confident about yourself, I love myself. Do mm -hmm. I have good days and bad days? Yes, of course. Do I have some days that, you know, that's eh, a bad hair day? You know, or, oh, I'm a little bloated. It's been yeah. a while since I've had a bad hair day. But then <laughs> that's just me. Yes, absolutely. Okay. But I really and truly try not to let it go down the road it used to go down to, which is, you know, self-hate and criticism and ugliness and all this kind of stuff. So I'm accepting who I am, the good, the bad, the indifferent. I mean, that's what 2021 is. I have this piece of paper up here and it says, 2021 is the year of totally and completely accepting all of me. No right, no wrong, no good, no bad, no judgments of my actions, my feelings, or my decisions. I accept all facets of me, all parts of me, 100% acceptance with no exceptions. That means, you know, if I want to slack off and not do any more work after today, that's my decision. I'm owning that. Okay. This is really and truly. And since I've, I've done this since day one of 2021 and it's so freeing. I know I'm a good person. I'm not going to go out and kill somebody. I'm not going to intentionally go and, and abuse an animal. So now those actions, yeah, you might want to question them a little bit because they're a little bit shitty. You know, they're a lot shitty. But I know for me, I'm not, why am I spending so much time second guessing my judgments, my feelings, my decisions? My decision is my decision. It fell right at the time. Boom. That's it. Moving on. Let's move on. You know? And they're good decisions. And they're, they are. And then, you know, that's, that's how I met you was I was talking with somebody who is on the East Coast. Now, you're not. You're in, you're in uh, New Mexico. Not anymore, brother. Yes. And uh, um, and I asked, and she's a, she's a psychic, and I won't give her name, but uh, um, I said, are you an animal communicator? And she said, no, I don't really do that, but let me tell you who the best in the world is. And she gave me your name, and so I contacted you, and a year later, we've ended up here. Happy anniversary, by the way of your rebirth. Oh, thank you. 
um, which which happened just, and you can share that if you'd like, even though we're going over time, which we do every week. Yeah, we should. We yeah. should. Um, the the yeah, real quick, and then I'm I'm pretty much done. I think I think the um, the anniversary of June, January was when I started my certification. Uh, it really really started at the end of or two weeks in December but it were it was off to the races starting January 1st um so yeah I mean and there were times man no lie I mean that was a lot of information if you would see just half of the stuff that I printed out and I still have there's websites filled with information about the blueprints for for people you know, I mean, there were times that my brain was so overloaded. I was getting triggered by by feelings of not being good enough and being overwhelmed. And there were a lot of times that I was like, man, I don't know if I could do this. Seriously, I do not know if I could do this. This is so crazy. We've got calls. I'm trying to help nine other coaches get through. Um, I got to do my work on top of everything else. I'm watching videos, transcribing videos, reading books, contacting, being contacted on Facebook Messenger, being contacted through the Facebook group. I'm like, plus I got to do my own stuff. I mean, there were just times that I was just like, I don't know if I could do this. And then I said, no, I'm holding on to that. I'm holding like a, I'm gripping it. <laughs> Okay, with both hands, that knowing that I'm going to bring something amazing to this world. I, that was sometimes that was the only thing that got me going, that, that helped me put one foot in front of the other. And plus, I was also, you know, part time at Home Depot. I mean, I was I was crazed. And um, and there was expected work. And boy, man, if you got, if you went too far, if you got too, if you lapsed too quickly into that work, it would get overwhelming like that. So I would always keep up. I would always keep up. Plus I always, I also had to be there for my practice partner and doing stuff with her so we could practice on each other. I mean, it was just, when I think about the amount of, of energy it took to get through this certification, I can't believe I got through it, but I kept holding on to, I am bringing something amazing to this world. Now, if I had lessened that, if I had not owned that knowing that I was bringing something amazing to this world, I probably would not have gotten through that certification because I would have, I had nothing to hold on to. It's all right. It's, uh, it's good. It, it's, it's strong work, but you know, it's, it's the work. It's not me. I wouldn't have gone through. I had nothing to hold on to. That was the only thing sometimes I had to hold on to. Well, for those of you that are listening to the replay of this, I just want to alert you to the fact that every Tuesday at noon Pacific, one o'clock mountain, we will be doing this live. And we've got a whole list of topics that, uh, uh, that we're going to be discussing and with conversations with Coriel. Yeah. And I personally, I, I, these, these conversations uprich me to a great degree because you're, you are so good. If somebody wants to contact you and talk to you, how do they do it? Go through my website. Uh, so it's Coriel. Uh, and the last name is Kramer with a K.com. And take a look at the information that I have on the website. It talks about humans and animals and what I can do for everybody. Um, and then if you need to, you can also message me through Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Pinterest. It's all Coriel Kramer. So. And now you're going to find live broadcasts oh. and repeats mm -hmm. on uh, YouTube and uh, you, your Facebook channel. And if you want to go to uh, my independence report, you'll see shows that look remarkably similar to this. And including this one, which will be on my independence report as well. So I appreciate you, my friend. It's great having you. Any last thing before you, we go? I appreciate you, Kevin. And you really um, seeing how important this work was before I even knew what the work was going to be, really. Um, and you're like, no, we got to do this. We got to bring this to this world. And I was like, okay, I'm on, the I'm on the rocket with you, brother. Let's do this. You know, I want to thank you. I want to thank the people who um, tuned in. 
uh, Kimberly and Kathy and Rick and the other people who you know <laughs> might have tuned in but didn't comment, you know, or who will tune in later and watch it later. Um, I really and truly appreciate the support. I really and truly appreciate the support. I know that it takes a lot to, you know, you're taking the time out of your day and I can't thank you enough for doing that and for just giving us the, that, the, your time. I know your time's important and I appreciate that sincerely. I just want people to just own, just think about owning. How can I own what I bring to this world? One little thing today. What can I own and see how amazing it is? See how unique I am. And maybe how I can maybe bring that uniqueness close to me so I can love myself a little bit more. That's what I want to live, leave people with. That's awesome. Now, we're just beginning this, and we're going to continue this on and on and on. So if you're listening either to this live broadcast or the repeat, tell your friends. Mm. Like us. Uh, let's get the word out because Coriel's got a platform now, which is uh, what I've given her because she deserves a platform for what she has to say. And uh, we're going to continue it and it's going to be great fun. I'm looking forward to it. So with, with that, um, and you know, my independence report's got 182 episodes of different things on it. It's worth going there as well, but you are one of my most favorite people of all time. And uh, you're just doing extraordinary work, and we just love you. So thank, thank you. you. And thank you, Susan, for joining in while you're painting. I love you, too. Oh. <laughs> well, and I hope that the painting is going well, Susan. She's an amazing painter. Susan Reed is an amazing painter. You need to look her up. Santa yeah, Susan, Susan Reed. Maybe we need to put that on your list of somebody to be on the show. She's incredible. She does dots. Oh. Oh, wow. I couldn't do it. But Thank you, everybody, and you take care. Have a great day. Bye.